This is FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford County's Place to Talk. If it's passed, bounced, or hit, we're talking about it. All sports talk is on News Radio WGNS. Sponsored by State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Insel. Here to help life go right. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Jennings and Ayers Funeral Hall, helping families since 1880. First Bank, serving Murfreesboro and Rutherford County. Parks Auction Company, committed to auction excellence. Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living. Greg Hall at City Auto Sales. And the Blue Raider Insider Report is sponsored by Mike Tanzel and My Team Insurance. Steve Rucker with RAI Advisors. And Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Sports Fix. It's all sports talk on News Radio WGNS. Good afternoon. Welcome to All Sports Talk, a Tuesday edition. We're going to talk some hoops today, and we're going to do so with Lady Raider basketball coach Rick Hensel. Coach, how are you? And as always, thanks for joining us. Doing great, Monty. Glad to be here. All right. Well, how's practice going? We'll just start with that. Well, it's going good. Uh, you know, it's as good as you can expect it right now with the, all the things that you have to go through with COVID and all that, you know. So right now we're pretty excited. We've got two young ladies that are out. But neither one of them are out for COVID. One's out for Mono and the other's out for uh, concussion protocol. So besides that, everybody's healthy and, and practicing. We've had some great practice. You know, when you talk about this COVID stuff, what do y'all do, I guess, you, you have like a daily checklist you go by that you have to do. Oh yeah, the, it, it's an every morning process, and, and uh, basically uh, you turn it over to your trainer, and then they have all kinds of protocols that they have to go through and uh, and take it from there. Uh, we're not to the day to day stuff where we're prep, where we're playing yet. Now when we go to playing, then at that point I think they'll have to check them like three times before the game. Before three days before one day of and all that. So, you know, but you just you got to turn that over to uh, Drew Shea and his trainers, and they take care of everything. Yeah, certainly it is. Um, uh, I don't know, headache is just the way it is right now, and uh, I guess it's probably going to be that way throughout the year, isn't it? Well, that's, it's, uh, that's part of life right now, and that's where it's going to be unless they get a, a vaccine, and then I guess that'll change the uh, – changed uh, what everybody does uh but you know who knows what's what's coming down the line but right now you know uh, our administration is working very hard to make sure that we we get done what we need to get done they're, they're trying to make sure they appease the players they're trying to make sure they appease um the health officials and they're trying to make sure they appease for the uh the fan base so uh you know they're under a lot of pressure dr mcfee and chris and uh, they're doing a great job for us and you know, whatever the guidelines they set down, then we need to follow. Well, I know a lot of it's luck. I mean, let's face it, you know. Uh, but it's obvious that MTSU as a whole um, has, has got as good a grip on it as they can. They've been doing every precaution that they can. You know, that's evidenced by the fact I think the football team's probably played more games than anybody in the country. 
Well, they have, and it's because, you know, it's, we're really, everybody is sold out as a team player on what's, what the guidelines they've sent down line to us. And uh, uh, the communications between our across campus, which is Dr. McPhee, uh, the deans, the BPs, and then uh, our health our health people across campus, and then bringing that all into what's going on in the athletic department and the communication that's been going on there between the coaches and Chris and the assistant ads. It's it's been it's been um, it, it it's really been mind blowing to, to to see all this stand back like I've been able to and see what's going on and see uh, what all they're putting into it. I mean, right now I'm in the Murphy Center and there's six, eight, nine, ten people that's at center court and they're they're talking about um, what's going on as far as the benches, what's going where, where they need to put the crowd. So you gotta go every other row and then you gotta leave all the two seats next to the aisles open. And then um, if you got a man and wife that sit down together, you got two seats on one side of them, two seats on the other side that no one can sit in. So our ticket office, they're under a lot of pressure. Well, and, you know, we're not that far away. I think, what, a month from yesterday, right around that time period, you'll be opening the season against Louisville. Uh, as far as your practicing uh, thus far, you know, what have been your main goals that you wanted to accomplish with this team? Well, right now we're just trying to see. We had several young ladies back from last year, and so right now what we're just trying to see is where they fit in. And uh, we've got some new people, you know, uh, Rashika and Deja, which is the fifth-year guard out of Ole Miss from Chicago. And then Rashika, the post player, she's going to be eligible this year. And you got Rella coming back. Rella's come back with a great attitude where she fits in the four, the three, or the two, or the, the four, the three, or the five. And then uh, – uh, and you're looking at uh, like Amanda uh, Whittington, and you're looking at Taylor Lewis. Uh, both didn't play a whole lot last year. They both have got stronger and and have grown up some, and how they fit into this process. And then you go back to your oldie goldies, which you got Anastasia, you got Ace, you got Courtney. Uh, you know that uh, you got Alexis Whittington that played a lot of minutes last year. So we're coming back with a pretty good nucleus there of people that know what's going on and you're coming back with a group that want to get in there then you're coming back with another group that's new that you got to you got to go over everything with you know we've got three new posts one from canada one from russia one from spain and uh that helps with our depth there which we were very limited on last year so you know, it's a it's a full day process. You come in early in the morning and you start putting practice together, and you start working all these pieces together. So, we we were very fortunate that the NCAA extended our time uh, that we could work with our players early in August and September. They extended that time period a little bit, and so we got a little bit ahead. And then all of a sudden, we had one young lady that tested positive, and that quarantine the rest of the team for two weeks, 14 days. So we, then we got a little bit behind. So now we're back practicing. And so uh, we've been practicing now for about a week, six or seven days, and I feel like we're back on track. But, Monty, all that can be hit in the head if someone walks in and tests positive. So that's what we're, we're battling every day. And, uh, you know, we, we might work all the way up to the first game, and the next thing you know, somebody got the team's put on quarantine. 
Yeah, that's the thing. It's a very, it's a very tedious process. Yeah, it really is. Um, and, you know, that's the kind of thing I worry about. You know, I was talking with somebody the other day, you know, um, you know, you have a football – if you have a football issue, we've seen teams, you know, miss a game but we're able to come back the next week. Um, in basketball, you can play three games a week. So, uh, it really is a tedious process and you knock on wood and, and hoping for the best, basically. Well, that's uh, – again, you depend on your leadership. And uh, uh, thank goodness we've got, you know, like you said, it kind of points to our leadership, what we've been able to do with our football program. Now, we're not where we're at, wins and losses, but we are playing football right now. And so um, we let's, let's hope that we can go into our basketball season and do the same thing. All right, you, you mentioned uh, player uh, Alexis Whittington last year. You, you were talking about your depth, didn't have as much depth as you're going to have this year. She was kind of a jack of all trades, wasn't she? If I'm telling you, just uh, you could do just about anything you wanted to with her. She could play the one all the way through the five and did. She didn't play the one any, but she played the two, three, four, and the five. Uh, ended up being big for us down the stretch against Western. She ended up being big early against Tulane. We had to play her out of position. That's when I we had the Tulane game, which was very early in the year. We had to play her totally out of position. Then we go down to Naples, and we have to play her at the four some. And she's just so smart and so basketball savvy and just takes everything in like a sponge in practice that when you call on her, she's ready. And uh, she wants to be a coach. And I'm telling you right now, with those – with those attributes there, uh, there's no doubt in my mind that when she finishes up playing, that she's going to make somebody a great, great coach because she, she's got passion for what she does. Uh, right now as a junior, she's out there teaching as much as I am on the perimeter. She's out there with our younger kids and, and, and going over different aspects of, of, of a game. And I'm just really, really pleased about what she's doing and where she's at. Another player you alluded to, Rella Booth. Obviously, she worked her way back from injury and, and, and whatnot last year and really, you know, kind of became a factor later in the year. Didn't log a, min- a lot of minutes, but you'd look at her minutes and you were like, wow, boy, they got a lot of production out of her in those seven, eight minutes. Very talented young lady. We just got to keep her on the floor, keep her healthy. You know, she has a – sometimes she, she – uh, He's one of those one of those type of athletes that every time you turn around something goes wrong and it's not really their fault. It's just one of being being at the wrong place at the wrong time. You know, someone rolls up on your knee or somebody, you know, comes down on your head on a, when you're uh, just boxing out for a free throw and uh, just a just a little freakish stuff. You know, that takes place. And Rell's one of those kids that kind of stuff kind of gravitates to them and. Uh, She's one out. One of them is out right now. Probably had her best five or six days of her entire career back a week ago, and then all of a sudden, you know, uh, she's got to sit out for three or four practices. So that, and, and she doesn't want to sit out, but she's got to. I mean, it comes down to the trainer making those decisions and the doctors. And the bottom line is uh, uh, that takes away from from uh, her conditioning. That takes away from her chemistry with her teammates. So. But up until that point, uh, those five or six days was as good a days that I've ever seen her practice since she's been with me, and I followed her through high school and also at junior college. 
and I never saw her work that hard. So she's going to get to come back today. If she comes back today with the same attitude, same work ethic, and uh, builds on that for the next month, I mean, it, it could be a special. It could be special. So uh, we're excited about where she's at right now. Rick Ensel, the head women's basketball coach at MTSU, joining us today, talking a little Lady Raider hoops. This portion of the show has been brought to you by First Bank, where the bank remains true to its ideals since founded in 1906. That's First Bank. We'll take a break and be right back. Have you been hoping to win $1,000 a day every day for the rest of your life with the added excitement of a chance to win instantly? Well, with Cash for Life with Quick Cash, today could be your lucky day. Give it a try. Simply add Quick Cash to your next Cash for Life purchase for a chance to win instantly. But wait, there's more. Then watch the nightly Cash for Life drawing to see if you win $1,000 a day or week for life. Cash for Life with Quick Cash, only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. Somewhere out there, a math teacher's school loans were forgiven, allowing her to focus on paying it forward, not back. Somewhere out there, a parent is breathing easier, knowing their child's college education will cost a little less. Somewhere out there, a Hope Scholarship just helped a student open the door to a brighter future. And they all have players like you to thank for the $5.5 billion raised for education. Because every time someone plays the Tennessee Lottery, education wins. The Tennessee Education Lottery, game-changing, life-changing fun. Buying a quality pre-owned vehicle from City Auto is the smartest car buying decision you can make. Hear what our customers have to say. Here at City Auto, the experience was great. We were in and out. You're not going to be hassled. They come in, they gave me a price. Greg Hall at City Auto Sales. City Auto is our largest inventory lot right there. We have financing. So come by and see us or just check them out there on the website, cityauto.com. Check out all of those vehicles. City Auto, the wholesale auto mall. Shop where the dealer shop. In Rutherford County, you know how much it means to have neighbors you can count on. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris, here to help life go right when you combine home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-893-1417. Every team knows which play can be the winning move. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris, here to help life go right by combining your home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-893-1417. It's a winning move that saves you time and money. WGNS Primetime Sports. Sponsored by the law offices of John Day. If you've been injured, go to johndaylegal.com. Here's what's coming up this week on WGNS Sports. On Tuesday night, Rick Stock's still live as Coach talks about this upcoming weekend's game at Marshall. Now that begins at 9.30 airtime on Saturday morning with our pregame, so be sure to tune in. Also Thursday night, it's Primetime Sports presented by Ideas Tees. Friday night, State Farm Prep Football as we head to Oakland. Oakland hosts the Mount Juliet Golden Bears. That's Thursday night, 6.30 pregame, 7 o'clock for the kickoff of State Farm Prep Football. Saturday morning, it's the Prentice Also Heating and Air Coaches Corner. It will begin at 8 o'clock and we'll have MTCS Cougar Corner right before the 9.30 airtime of Middle Tennessee football at Marshall. So a big sports week coming up right here on News Radio WGNS. I'm Brian Barrett. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSradio.com. 
Welcome back to All Sports Talk. Rick Ensel, the head women's basketball coach at MTSU, joins us today. All right, Coach, um, as we look at what you've tried to – we've talked about what you've tried to accomplish uh, thus far uh, with your season opener about a month away against Louisville. Um, what do you think your team's strengths are right now? Um, uh, and if there's areas that you need to work on, what would those be as well? Well, I think right now our guards, our guards are just unbelievable. Uh, everybody knows about Aislinn and Anastasia, Ace Player of the Year, Freshman Player of the Year, Anastasia, Newcomer of the Year last year. Um, I, I think Anastasia ended up averaging around 18 a game, but there were games that she just t- totally took complete control of. Uh, just talent on a different level, uh, speed, quickness, just unbelievable. Ace. I think a lot of people were surprised. I was not surprised. I knew from the get-go that, she, that Ace was going to be a star. And um, came in last year and ended up being unanimous player of the year. Uh, as far as freshmen were concerned, I think she ended up averaging 14, 15 points a game, six, seven assists a game. Did some things that was national player of the year, freshman of the year three different times. So, you know, you look at look at our team and our guards have got to be what we lean on. Um Deja Cage coming out of Chicago was uh, last year played for Ole Miss, was their leading scorer, and averaged somewhere like 23, 24 points a game against SEC competition. And so that tells you that she can play. And she's come in, she's been she's been unbelievable. And you got, again, you look at Alexis, you look at Amanda, and you look at Taylor Sutton. All three of them, or four of those, Alexis having all kinds of experience, and then the other three, They've grown up, and they're 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 really looking good. So uh, I, I would say right now our guards would be our strength. Um, rebounding, we got to work on our rebounding. Uh, we got to be able to play good defense. We got some we got some players that can really go to the boards, but you you know rebounding comes down to you got to want to go rebound, and uh, you don't have to be real big, you don't have to be real quick, you don't have to have a lot of vertical. You just got to want to go get it. And that's what we got to work on right now is going and getting that rebound and, and securing the basketball. And that that more than anything in our defensive end has got to pick up. If we do that, uh, we could be in for a special, special year. But here's the thing about it, Monty. Uh, not very many people, I dare say, there's not another team in the country that will open up with a Louisville, which is going to be ranked in the top five in the country, and then Vanderbilt, and then Tulane, and then Belmont, and then TCU, and then Troy, um, which is picked to win the Sunbelt Conference. And then right now, it looks like there's a chance we could. We hadn't signed them yet, but it looks like we might could have a have a chance of playing Missouri right before we leave for Christmas. So you're looking at a month of basketball, really three weeks of basketball through that time span there, that you're playing some of the best programs uh, in the country. So you can't. You haven't. You've got no. There's no room for error there. You're going to have to start wide open and be ready to play the game and hope that you keep everybody healthy. And if we do that, it could be a special year. Uh, Coach, you, you were talking about the Hayes girls um, and, you know, their talent, We, you know, particularly by it's from the borough. Uh, I've seen that since they were little kids. Um, there's one thing about them, too. Uh, they're never – neither one of them are afraid of the moment. Uh they want that ball in their hand when the, when the game's on the line, too, don't they? Well, 
the one thing that I like about them more than anything, I mean, they, they're, you're right, they're not afraid of the moment, but they hate to lose as bad as the coaches hate to lose. You know, some players you get, you lose a game or two, and they get comfortable with that. Okay, it's another game. It ain't that way with the Anastasia Nace. Uh, you know, they want to win as much as you want to win. And they're as upset as you whenever you lose a game or maybe you didn't handle the ball right or you had a turnover the wrong, the wrong, uh, at the wrong time in the game. Uh, they, they, they're, they're very much involved in what's going on. And uh, I think that you don't get many players like that, you know. And we're very fortunate that uh, the two of them we've got on our team that they do such a great job of, of playing their role and doing their thing. I mean, you just – Give Annie the ball and get out of her way. I've got some stories that I'll get with you later on with Annie just last year where she just basically said, hey, you know, we're not going to lose, and we didn't. Uh, Western Kentucky game one of them. The Charlotte game one of them. Down the stretch, it was unbelievable. But what we had to do in order to get that at-large bid, and we were able to do it. And if I had to point to one person, it would be Anastasia Hayes. She just refused to accept the fact that we might not be able to get that uh, third or fourth bid. You know, we were we were we could get anywhere from the second to the fourth bid, and but this is what we had to do, and basically we went and did it. Now she had to have help. The coaches did a good job preparing them, but just just effort getting on the floor it was maximum. Coach, when you um, look at your conference this year. Um... <coughs> Uh, is it, you know, as far as the ones you, you know, look and think will be in the upper echelon, is it similar to what it was last year? I mean, I know you've had Rice and Western and ODU and Charlotte, and I know there's always a surprise. UTEP can throw a really good team out there every now and then. Uh, how, how do you see it? Well, I think all those that you just mentioned, I think you also got to look at FAU and La Tech. I think Southern Miss. I, you never know from year to year what you're going to get out of Southern Miss, but they're always they always compete. Um, you know, it's just a great conference. Really, you don't have. If you look back at the last two or three years, we, I think FIU and maybe Marshall at one time struggled to get into the into the tournament because we take uh, we don't take 14 teams. We take 12, and we were going to take eight this year. Well. Uh, you, you look up, and, and you're playing an FIU with five minutes to go. You're down four. So when you go to play there, you, that's not a gimme. You've got to play. And uh, they've had coaching changes since uh, Sandy left, and uh, they're getting it back together. But uh, there's not anybody in our conference that you just say, well, we're going to win this game. That's a sure win or whatever. That's not going to happen. Coach, before we let you go, I know it doesn't surprise you anything that Alicia Clark does, but the former Lady Raider, uh, what another outstanding year uh, she had um, with Seattle. Well, she's just amazing within herself. Uh, she she's, right, she's still writing her own book. Uh, who knows what chapter she's in right now, but the thing she's been able to accomplish uh, – her play, I think more than anything, her work ethic and her attitude about life in general uh, is what's made Alicia Clark what she is. You know, a lot of people like to take credit. Uh, all I did was kind of steer her career. I didn't, 
I didn't tell her to go to work. I mean, she went to work, and uh, I didn't tell her to have a good attitude. She had a great attitude, uh, and she kind of like we just talked about. She had that attitude where she wasn't going to be defeated, and I think that's what she's done with her whole life, and uh, from her high school career all the way through her collegiate career now and into the professional career, uh, you know, the young lady was cut twice by San Antonio, and then the same guy that cut her twice now is her coach at Seattle. I wonder what he thinks every time he sees her playing out there on the floor, you know. But he didn't know it, but he just helped make her career because uh, she knew she belonged, and she proved that. Well, you know, and I guess the thing that strikes me about her, too, is she was such a scorer here, you know, throughout her career. Uh she made herself a different player. Now, she can still go out and score, but she made herself a great defender or a better defender, and um, she's a mainstay with that uh, with that franchise right now. You better not put a guard on her because if you do, she's going to take her inside, and then it's over with. <laughs> yeah. I can tell you that right now. Uh, not many posts in that league can guard her at the post, but I can promise you a guard can. But, uh, you know, I think she's as valuable to them as a Sue Bird and a, and a, a Stewart. Uh, I think she's that valuable to that team. I think if you look at those two kids there, Bird and Stewart, then you'd have to look at Alicia being in there because she's kind of the glue that holds that whole thing together. She doesn't care who gets the publicity. She doesn't care who they interview or who gets the limelight. She knows how important she is, and uh, the coaching staff and that community up there knows how important she is, and she plays that role to the team. All righty, Coach. Well, we're excited about the season um, being right around the corner, and I know we'll get you on before you open the year against Louisville. And good luck with your practices, and stay healthy. Hey, Monty, thank you, and we appreciate you. And whatever we can do, let me know, okay? We'll do it, Coach. All right. Thank you. That's Rick Ensel joining us today on All Sports Talk, and you can tell he's pretty excited about his team, and I don't blame him. He's got a lot more different weapons this year. They're going to have more of a post presence, and uh, their guards are um, they're as good as anybody in the conference and as good as a lot of teams in the country, quite frankly. Uh, you know, if they can get that good post play, uh, just solid post play, and as he said, hit the boards. Hit the boards and make the free throws. That's what he always says in the last five minutes of a game. You win a lot of games, and uh, I think they're going to win a lot of games. Uh he, as he alluded to, that's a it's a daunting task early, you know, with the season starting just a little bit later than normal. There's no um, there's no cupcake to open up with, you know, to kind of give you that feel good approach to your team where you blow somebody out, you know, hundred to sixty um, right off the bat. As you said, you're facing a top five team in Louisville and. Uh, Middle's matched up with many a program over the years. Kentucky, um, overtime game with the Lady Vols when Coach Summit was there. Um, uh, you know, beat LSU when they ranked six in the country. Took defending national champion Maryland to the wire his first year. Um, Louisville's been kind of a, a bugaboo. Uh, they're, they're a tough team, but... Those are the kind of teams you got to play uh, early in the season, and who knows what's going to happen with this season. You know, they come out of the gates and win a, win some of those big games early. 
um, that positions you to be in a um, um, spot for an at-large bid on down the line because you don't know who's going to lose what games. You might lose a couple games one week um, this season. I mean, we just look right here in Rutherford County, and we'll talk a little more about that. You know, COVID cases are going up. Now, you can say more people are getting tested and all that, but, I mean, we had a significant spike last week, the most cases in the county uh, since early July. So, um, that's, you know, that's always going to be a factor throughout all of college basketball this year. All righty, we're going to take a break. We'll be right back, and Chip Walters will join us with the Blue Raider Insider Report. WGNS is honored to be this year's Luther Award recipient from the Tennessee Radio Hall of Fame for Community Service. We are humbled to receive this prestigious award. Thank you for letting us be your good neighbor station. Good afternoon. The Rutherford County Sheriff's Department's busy with a couple of accidents out here. Traffic's actually been in pretty good shape for the most part uh, here as far as really bad wrecks. We did have a few earlier on 24 around 840. Just that heavy traffic flow now coming back over from Davidson County on 24 East. Hey, if you're looking to buy or sell a home, call Tony and Nikisha Tate, the Tate team. You can call them right now at 554-9795. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. If you're not waking up to the wake-up crew, here's what you've been missing. Time for Brian to come into your homes. <laughs> Run! Don't miss the Wake Up Pro with John, Brian, and Dalton. Weekday mornings from 6 until Swap and Shop. Parks Auction. We handle everything. You have a staff that comes to your home. They tell you what to do. They walk you through it. It's been my experience that what I thought I should get for my home, I got much more for it. Visit our website at parksauction.com. Parks Auction, 896-4600. Stan Vaught and the Parks Auction team are proud supporters of local high school and MTSU sports. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%, you may find it even costs less. It's time. Show your true blue. Blue Raiders. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters. Sponsored by Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance, Steve Rucker and RAI Advisors, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Go Blue Raiders. You're listening to the flagship station for Blue Raiders sports. On 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown, Middle Tennessee. Layup and score. Middle Tennessee football, basketball, and baseball. Yeah, we got them. You're listening to the flagship station for Blue Raider Athletics. I'm Chip Walters. Hear the games here on News Radio WGNS. Middle Tennessee win. Raiders win the championship. Your source for the Big Blue and the Borough. News Radio WGNS. 
All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSradio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters, play-by-play voice of the Blue Raiders. Chip, what's up? Well, good afternoon, everybody, and we start today's segment with some sad news from the proud history of Blue Raider basketball, and that is the passing of Robert Cat-Eye Taylor. Cat-Eye played for the Blue Raiders from 1989 to 1993, and at the time became the all-time leading scorer in program history with 1,622 points, and that is just six points more than his teammate, Kerry Hammond Sr., And since uh, his time, uh, Taylor kept that record from 1993 until 2010, so 17 years he kept it until Boogie Yates passed him. And uh, Boogie is currently the all-time leading scorer with 1,775 points. Giddy Potts came in during that 2014 to 18 span and with 1645 points overall he is uh, now second all time but uh, Robert Taylor uh, apparently died of a not sure exactly haven't gotten all the details yet but uh, died suddenly on Sunday in Memphis there's no word yet uh, on his services uh, at this point so our thoughts go out to his family his Blue Raider family teammates and coaches uh, Robert Cat-Eye Taylor, he was certainly one that will be remembered around here for a long, long time. Turning to Blue Raider football, wasn't expected, but Middle Tennessee did get an extra week of rest ahead of a tough road matchup this week. Maybe the best team in Conference USA. The Blue Raiders, who are 2-5 and five overall, prepared for a week and a half to host Charlotte, only to have that game canceled on Friday because of positive COVID-19 tests for the 49ers. That gave Middle two weeks off heading into its road game against number 16 Marshall. The uh, Thundering Herd is currently 6-0 and overall, 3-0 and in Conference USA play. And having two weeks to prepare for the Thundering Herd, would have been a blessing for Middle Tennessee. However, the Blue Raiders really didn't get any extra time to switch over from Charlotte to Marshall, considering that the game was not canceled until Friday. Still having two weeks to rest and heal wasn't something that Coach Stockstill took for granted. The Thundering Herd present one of the biggest challenges for Middle this year, particularly because of their defense. They've statistically been the best defensive team in Conference USA this season, pacing the conference and ranking third nationally in both points per game at 9.4 given up and rushing yards allowed per game at 72. They're also fifth in the country and first in the league in total defense, allowing only 265 yards per game to their opponents. So we'll talk about it tonight with Coach Stockstill, Rick Stockstill live, back on the air this evening, 7 o'clock from the Kennan Hall of Fame building. Coach Stock will be there. We will talk about the canceled Charlotte game and also where things stand right now with the Blue Raiders and looking ahead this week to uh, the game with the Marshall Thundering Herd. And uh, tonight, again, 7 o'clock, you can uh, send us questions or comments at radio at com. We would love to have you do that. And also, don't forget that starting uh, on Saturday, we will have our tailgate show beginning at 9.30 a.m. Kickoff will be at 11 a.m from Huntington, West Virginia. All right, let's go to men's tennis. The Blue Raider 
tennis team concluded play at the Volunteer Showdown on Sunday with grad student Oscar Michalek collecting the only win against Tennessee. Sunday's action marked the official conclusion of the Blue Raider 2020 fall slate. Overall, they earned 11 wins over tough SEC competition during the weekend. That's it for this Tuesday afternoon. Join us tonight on the radio at 7 o'clock. Rick Stocks to Live right here on the Blue Raider Network. All righty, Chip. We appreciate you as always. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Remind everyone the Blue Raider Inside Report brought to each day by Wayne Blair and Rayborn Insurance, Steve Ruckert and REI Advisors, and Mike Tanzel and My Team Insurance. We'll take a break and be right back. Hi there, Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamont Associates. You might know me as the voice of the Blue Raiders, but I want to be your realtor. 2020 appears to be another dynamic year in real estate, and if you've been in your home for a while, you might be surprised what it's gained in value. Get in touch with me, and we'll set up an absolutely free, no-obligation real estate review for you. Go to my website, choosechip.net, or give me a call, 615-542-1915. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb & Associates. Double-digit pay raises are history. Now money's a lot harder to get a hold of and even harder to hang on to. That's why I would like to offer you a free discount double check. I'll go through your car insurance policy to make sure you're getting the discounts you deserve and aren't leaving any money on the table. So call me, State Farm Agent Deb Insel in Shelbyville today at 931-684-5274 because being there to help keep more of your money in your pocket is why I'm here. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSradio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. All right, let's look at uh, high school football last week. We had the first round of the TSSAA playoffs. Started with six. Actually, seven. I actually had eight, if you want to get to the gist of it. Um, But we're down to three. Um, Middle Tennessee Christian got a COVID win over Columbia Academy. And then, of course, Stewart's Creek forced to forfeit its game um, against Ravenwood. So, uh, elsewhere, Hendersonville 30, Blackman 21. It's 23-21 late. Blackman probably played one of its better games with the exception of turnovers, and that just really seemed to – plague them that and penalties throughout the year uh, they were able to win their final three regular season games to get to the playoffs but um, uh, they go down to Hendersonville in the first round Oakland all over Rossview 49 to nothing Riverdale 40 Wilson Central nothing Franklin 49 Smyrna 13 so that's a force feed Smyrna was a one and Smyrna accomplished a lot of great things this year. Won their first ever Region 5 title since moving into that region. But they can't get over the um, first-round playoff hump. I know it's frustrating for them, Coach Williams and his staff. 
unable to do it though. Independence 49, Laverne 14. Laverne's first time to host playoff games since the early 90s. Um, they just got paired up against a better football team. Independence is outstanding. We got a Mr. Football candidate and um, just um, um, didn't go their way. Uh, Riverside 26, Eagleville 8. It's 12 8 at the half. Um, good year for Eagleville in many regards. Um, but when they place that up, you face that opposing region, you're going to have to pretty much every year face Waverly and um, Decatur Riverside and um, proved to be uh, too much of an uh, um, opponent to overcome. Uh, this week, Mount Juliet visits Oakland. Second round these two teams playing. Um, two very well-coached football teams. Oakland, certainly the more talented team, but Mount Juliet's talented as well. Held Warren County to 13 points in their playoff win the other night. <laughs> Albeit C.J. Taylor running like crazy again, like he did about over everyone else, really, other than Riverdale this year. Um should be an entertaining game. Um, the last two years these teams have played um, been defensive battles. The year Oakland won the state championship three years ago, uh, they only won that game 14-7. to Then um, they proceeded to blow out Maryville and um, Whitehaven. Um, last year it was 24-14. to Oakland. So one would expect a defensive battle. Um, Riverdale travels to Hendersonville. Uh, if Oakland and Riverdale win, they'll play each other for the right to play more than likely Maribel in the semifinals. Um, well, I really like the way Riverdale's playing right now. You know, they really finished the season strong. Um, Giving up six points their last two games uh, to two good offenses. Uh, Warren County, obviously a very good offense, held them to six. And they shut out Wilson Central, who scored a bunch of points this year. So um, defensively, they've got it going on. Their last loss was to Oakland. It was nine to seven. It looked like that was going to be the halftime score. And Oakland hit a 45, 49-yard um, pass on the last play of the game to go up 16-7 to at the half, and that really gave them the momentum they needed. Um, but uh, Riverdale showed in that game that the gap – I mean, there's still a gap, but it's it's smaller. And so, you know, first things first, it's uh, winning at Hendersonville is not going to be easy by any stretch of the imagination. They've got a big back named Ellis Ellis, and um, he's a hard-running, athletic uh, tailback, and uh, 
They've got a good athletic squad, as does Riverdale. They um so both those games, um, very good matchups for the second round. And you know, you should see in a lot of cases you'll you'll still see some blowouts, but I think you're gonna see a lot of a lot closer scores in the um in the playoffs uh this week. And then finally Middle Tennessee Christian goes to University School of Jackson, USJ. Um probably the most physical team the Cougars have faced all year, particularly up front. Um interim coach VJ Robertson, I mean, yeah, yeah, Robertson said um um by far the best defensive front and offensive fronts uh that they have faced all year. And uh, about time to get that interim tag off, B.J., just name him the head coach. Of course, again, nobody asked me my opinion, but I'll, I'll go ahead and give it anyway. He's done a fine job. Um, so that's it. Those are the three teams left from Rutherford County. The journey started um, amid the – COVID pandemic, which has not ended. Um, we've seen a couple teams, three or four, have to um, close up shop for the year and not get to participate in the playoffs, a la Stewart's Creek, um, which is unfortunate. But then again, we're fortunate to make it this far. All righty, you're listening to All Sports Talk. We'll take our final break and be right back. Hey folks, I'm Stephen Reynolds, the man in the middle. Join me every Friday for a new episode of my podcast exclusively on WGNSRadio.com. Good afternoon. The Rutherford County Sheriff's Department's busy with a couple of accidents out here. Traffic's actually been in pretty good shape for the most part uh, here as far as really bad wrecks. We did have a few earlier on 24, uh, around 840. Just that heavy traffic flow now coming back over from Davidson County on 24 East. Hey, if you're looking to buy or sell a home, call Tony and Nikisha Tate, the Tate team. You can call them right now at 554-9795. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. We do it your way at Sir Pizza. Sir Pizza uses only the freshest ingredients in making their one-of-a-kind pizzas and specialty foods. Discover the difference at Sir Pizza on East Main, Memorial, and South Church. Hello, friends. Thanks for listening in. This is Lenny Farmer here for Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home. Wow, cremation seems to be the talk of the day, and you probably have a question or two about whether that should be your final choice, because so many questions surround this method of finality to life. Let me set your mind at ease by answering your plaguing questions. You can reach me at 615-893-2422 to set up a time for a no-pressure question and answer period to help determine what is best for you. 
Jennings and Ayers. At Creekside Assisted Living of Murfreesboro, we provide excellence in service while maintaining the dignity of our residents in a home-like atmosphere. Come see our new community, which includes bistros, salons, a library, and spacious activity areas. A kind, friendly, and well-trained staff can help residents with the daily activities of life. Locally owned by Blue Raider alumni Tim Keach and Kent Ayer, find out more about Creekside Assisted Living, 895-3002, or online at www.creeksideassistedliving.com. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSradio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. This portion of the show brought to you by First Bank, where the bank remains true to its ideals since founded in 1906. That's First Bank. More high school football. Uh, they usually have a the Tennessee Athletic Coaches Association usually has an all-star game, east-west type setup. This year, you know, due to the COVID, they're doing a um, – a combine, an NFL-type combine, where coaches come in and evaluate them. And they'll have tapes of them, how they do. So they'll have a, you know, they'll have a um, something that the coaches can watch. Because let's face it, you've got a lot of kids that are not have not been recruited. Otherwise, otherwise might have been. I mean, there's a lot of times where a coach will go recruit a player and. Hey, maybe see another player or two that might help them, or they may know they may know somebody in the coaching ranks that's a friend of ours saying, "Hey, we're not going to sign this kid, but maybe you ought to look at him." So you just don't have that networking going right now. Uh, these are the kids uh, from Rutherford County that were invited: Ray Banner, Laverne, Lavandre Webb, Laverne, Alton Anthony, Stewart's Creek, Alex Jones, Oakland, Graham Keating, Oakland. Gerard Russell, Riverdale, Keller Williams, Smyrna, Jameer Eaton, Smyrna, C.J. Johnson, Riverdale, Zaylin McKinney, Riverdale, Jalen Moore, Stewart's Creek, Victor Stevenson, Oakland, Brady Collins, Smyrna, and Javon Edwards, Riverdale. So, a lot of Riverdales on there. So, that's a good deal for those kids. Get a chance to get their... There's some tape on them out there. Um, certainly recruiting has been um, totally off limits, at least as far as going and watching kids play. And uh, tape certainly doesn't um, do all players justice. Yeah, you can. there's certain guys. There's a five-star kid. Yeah, you can click on there. Well, he's going to wow you. But there's something about being there and seeing a player in person. What's their body language? How hard do they compete every single play? Speaking of competing, the Blue Raiders are going to have to compete mightily this week. They go to Marshall. They're 23-and-a-half-point underdogs. I think that's probably the biggest underdog role I'm going to say that MTSU's ever been in Conference USA to a Conference USA opponent. Biggest underdog they've been all year. COVID won last week, however. 
in um, Conference USA. Charlotte at Middle, postponed. San Antonio at Rice, postponed. FIU at UTEP, postponed. La Tech at North Tech, postponed. I don't know if FIU is going to play again. Um, there were a couple games. Marshall beat UMass 51-10, to and Southern Miss beat North Alabama 24-13, and um, FAU beat Western Kentucky 10-6. It's hard to go by scores week to week because you don't know who's all played. Might have four or five players out nobody knows about. Well, this week, it's uh, Middle at Marshall scheduled. Also, FAU at FIU, Gardner-Webb at Charlotte, North Texas at UAB, UTEP at San Antonio, Southern Miss at Western Kentucky, and Rice at Louisiana Tech. Um, college football across the board has been interesting. Pac-12 joining the fray. Um, last week, Florida 44-28 to over Georgia. Only six points scored in the second half. Florida's offense just torched Georgia. I know they had some players out, but, you know, everybody's got players out. Vanderbilt, a pretty inspired effort. Loses to Mississippi State. 24-7. Texas A&M playing well. They just destroyed South Carolina 48-3. At South Carolina, I don't think the fact the Aggies won that game is that surprising, but by the margin. And Tennessee falls to Arkansas 24-13. Vols led 13 to nothing at halftime, outscored 24 to nothing in the third quarter. We know they don't have a quarterback that is consistent, but they're just not playing well. You know, they were supposed to have this big ballyhooed offensive front. Well, if you've got that, play smash mouth football. Yeah, Arkansas, they lost, lost 20 straight. SEC games. I mean, that's just a team wanting it more and playing hard. All sports talk. Playing hard. Radio WGNX has been brought to you by State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. First Bank, Mike Tansel with My Team Insurance. Parks Auction Company, Greg Hall with City Auto Sales. Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living. Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors, Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance.